What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back, you guys. This is Micah Folsom, and you are listening to the Do Your Crap podcast. And today we are kicking off a new month. And I always think it's so interesting because come November, you will start to see the flood of gratitude posts and the flood of like people will do that daily gratitude post on their Facebook wall. And I used to get bugged by it because I'm like, oh, well, what? You can only be grateful in November. Like what about all the other months? But honestly, I think it's awesome because it's just sharing positivity and it's sharing and it's helping people develop that habit around raising their awareness around what they're grateful for. And that's what I wanted to talk about today was the power of shifting into a mindset of appreciation and gratitude. And it really is a habit. It's a habit that at first you have to practice and it seems hard and it seems a little bit funky because you're like, well, right now I want to be negative and I, and I want to sulk and I want to complain. And I want to all of those natural things that we do when something bad comes into our life or even just dealing with anything. Lots of people's first response is negativity, complaining, gossiping, like just not good energy at all. And as you practice gratitude and as you practice living in a space of appreciation, I honestly feel like it's like putting on these goggles and you literally see the world differently. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And once you see the world in a new light, coming from a place of appreciation and gratitude, it's kind of hard to be around the people that don't see life that way and don't operate on that level. And you're like, oh, like sometimes I feel like I have to go take a shower and like rinse off the negativity when I'm around certain people because they just operate differently. And it's hard to get used to, but I feel like this is one of the simple things that anyone can shift and you will 
almost instantly see the benefits in your life. You will feel better. You will start to see things differently. And you guys all know how thoughts and feelings and actions and and results are all linked together as we start to look for the good. And as we start to appreciate what's in front of us, instead of wishing our life away and hoping for better days and, and focusing on everything bad that's going on and ignoring what we do have in front of us, you will start to do life differently. You'll start to be a different person. And it's so cool to see that transformation from a personal standpoint and from people that you're around that are also working on these habits. Uh, I want, I read a quote and the guy's name was David. I don't know how to say his middle name or his last name, David Steindolt Rast. Sorry. I totally botched that. David, if you're listening to this, but he, but it's so simple. He says the root of joy is gratefulness. It is not joy that makes us grateful. It is gratitude that makes us joyful. And y'all know if you followed me for more than a little bit, I am like super, super passionate about joy, about experiencing as much joy in this life as humanly possible. I honestly feel like we are put on this earth to have joy. And sometimes we are our biggest roadblocks that are, that stand in the way of that. And this is one simple, simple thing that it doesn't take skill or talent or money or training or anything in order to incorporate more gratitude and more appreciation in your life. And you will literally see the benefits almost immediately. Like I mentioned, so I'm going to give you some tangible things and some just things to think about because we all experience this in different ways, but a few things that I want to hit on, I want to, I want to talk about our bodies. I want to talk about our health. I want to talk about business. I want to talk about marriage and relationships and, and motherhood and even like trials and challenges and the hard things that everyone has to go through. Because I feel like when you practice this habit of appreciation and gratitude, you literally get through each season of your life in a new light. So let's just dig into this. So first of all, let's talk, let's talk from a, from a place of body health, self-image, um, change. I know lots of women, especially we are so hard on ourselves. We're always comparing. We're always looking at someone else thinking, Oh, well, if only I could look this way or feel that way. And so then that sparks the, the desire to change, right. Or looking back at your own self, looking back at pictures from years ago where you're like, Oh my gosh, I was 20 pounds lighter. Why didn't I love my body then? But it's because you haven't been practicing this. You haven't been practicing appreciation and gratitude presently in the moment, how you are now. And if you cannot love and appreciate your body right now, even if you are 50 pounds overweight, even if you're not where you want to be goal wise, then you won't stick with the habits and the lifestyle and the behaviors that it takes to create the body that you think you're working towards. So I want you guys to just practice this. And I want you this, just think about this for a sec. There's two people. All right. There's two people. One, say you have two friends, 
one of your friends is very good at nitpicking at mistakes you make. They make snarky comments that make you feel bad about yourself. They're rude to you. They just aren't a very kind human. I don't know why they're your friend, to be honest, but they are. The second friend compliments you, goes out of her way to do nice things for you, takes time out of her day to care for you. Maybe she brings you a healthy lunch or she brings you something to make your life a little bit lighter that day. And she's just kind and loving. She comes from a place of love. Okay. So you have these two friends. They both come to you and they both ask a favor and you only have the time and energy and capacity to help one of them. Which one are you going to be more likely to go out of your way to help and to show up for? I can promise you, I would choose the kind, loving friend. That's just natural to want to show up for that person, right? Versus the person who's rude to you, makes you feel bad and is snarky. But that is exactly how we are to ourselves. If we want to change, if we want to lose 10 pounds or we want to lose 20 pounds, we, we, sometimes we, we look in the mirror and we're like, oh my gosh, look at this chub. Oh, look at these wrinkles. Oh my gosh. You look so old. If only I could lose 30 pounds. You, oh my gosh, you're so fluffy. Like why, why do you do the things you do? That's the snarky friend, but it's your internal dialogue a lot of the time versus the person who can appreciate your body right now, even if you're overweight, not where you want to be, and you still have goals and want to change. That's totally fine to love your body and appreciate everything it's done for you and everything it, it continues to do. Maybe it's housed babies and created human beings. Maybe it's just brought you to life and it allows you to move every single day. And it allows you to walk and to breathe and to see the world and to hear the noises that are around you. It shows up for you. Even if it's 50 pounds heavier than you want it to be, even if it doesn't look the way that you wish it looked. And if you start appreciating and loving and being grateful for what it is doing right now in this moment, you're going to be way more likely to take the baby steps forward to taking care of it a little bit better so that you can improve and you can feel your best and you can be more confident, right? So I feel like the, there's this whole self-love movement, right? which I think is amazing, like normalizing, normalizing reality of our bodies, of our cellulite and of our stretch marks and of, of all the things, because so often, like so often we turn to Instagram and we see these models and these perfect bodies that half the time are Photoshopped and it's not reality. So I think it's really cool that people are just normalizing normalcy and what is actually going on. But I also think it's kind of creating a little bit of a slippery slope because then it kind of makes you feel bad if you do want to change and you want to improve your body and improve your health. And maybe you want to tone up or you want to get stronger. You want to get faster on your, on your runs or whatever. Then it kind of 
makes you feel like, well, maybe I shouldn't want to change. Maybe I shouldn't want to be better. Maybe I should just be happy with how I am now. It is perfectly healthy and okay to love yourself and appreciate you now and still want to improve and still want to be your best, feel your best and be able to just do life at your best. I know that I can do life at my best when I feel a certain way, when I'm fueling my body a certain way, when I'm sleeping enough, when I'm getting enough water, getting enough nutrients, moving my bodies and getting those endorphins. Yes, physical changes happen because I take care of the inside and I want to feel a certain way. And that naturally allows me to look a certain way. And that's also when I feel the most confident and that's okay too. So just be mindful of all of this stuff. There's so much stuff around us that's throwing information and throwing how you should feel and how you should do this and how you should, whatever, just honor your own emotions, but, but be mindful that of the dialogue going on in your head, because I feel like lots of people want to change or want to improve their health coming from a place of hate and, and and disgust and all of those negative things. And that's not, those are not the things that are going to be motivating and drive you to show up and do the things on a daily basis that are going to help you take care of your body, fuel yourself, move your body, sleep more, self-care, get out and walk, do those things because you care for your body, because you love this temple that you're in, not because you hate it. So gratitude and appreciation for your body right now, how it looks today, not once you get to a certain place. Okay. Number two, coaching, business, entrepreneurship, your career. How often can we slip into thinking, oh my gosh, I don't have this. I wish I was at this place in my business. I wish my teammates or my coaches were producing more. We're actually showing up. We're actually working as hard as me. We're actually doing this and this. And you start to see all the negative and you talk about the negative and you, and you ooze all of the negative. Guess what? You're only going to get more negative. If you spend your time in negative space, talking about it, thinking about it, stressing about it, you're going to get more of it. That is like rule number one for how the universe works. Whatever we put out there, we get more of, and we unconsciously, we don't mean to, but that is what we're doing. We're attracting more of everything that we're oozing, everything we're talking about, we're sharing about, we're thinking about. So what if you shifted instead of saying, gosh, I have 10 coaches that are not doing jack squat. They said they wanted this. They told me their goals. They said they had blah, blah, blah. And they're not showing up for any of it. They're not showing up for team calls. They're not doing their power hour. They're not doing any of the things that it takes to reach their goals. Instead of being frustrated and talking about how bad you have it and how frustrating the situation is, what if you have one coach or one teammate or one coworker or one, whatever business you're in that's showing up with you, that's on the team call, that's doing their power hours, that's checking in, that's bringing energy to your group. 
one person, even if you have 50 that are not doing anything, if you have one that you can pour into and you can love and you can focus on, focus on that. Because if you focus on the good, you'll get more good. You'll attract more of hers or him's. You'll attract more of those people if that's what you're focusing on. So I'm not saying forget about everyone else, continue to love them. Don't continue to be mad at them for not doing the things they want to say. Lots of people, that's why they're where they're at in life. It's hard to actually do the things you know you should. That's hard. That's the knowing doing gap. Lots of us know what we should do. Not a lot of us actually do what we should do, but that doesn't mean that we can't love and support them through their own growth journey, just because it doesn't look the way that you in your head think it should look. But when we look for more good, we look for more of what is positive in front of us. And we focus on that. We pour into that. We will get more of that. I can promise you that. And I know it's easy. I know it's easy to slip into that negativity because it's just really natural to focus on what's not going well, what's not going how you want it to. But if you just practice seeing the good, looking for the good, you will find more good and pour into that and you'll get more of it. Okay. Third thing, marriage. Oh my gosh, you guys, this one is big. And this was one that I had to learn personally, because especially JD and I went through this really hard time years ago, and it was really easy to want to nitpick everything, to want to wait for him to do something that he said he would do to improve our marriage before I did something that I knew I could do to improve our marriage. What if we just didn't wait for anyone to do anything? And what if we just took complete control over what we could control. You take the power out of anyone else's hands when you own the good and the bad, right? So I had to really get clear and I have to continue to do this. This isn't something that you just like figure out and then it's like, okay, I got it. Like I'm good. I can move on. This is something that when we get into periods of our marriage, when I'm like, eh, I don't feel like we're super connected right now. I have to go and rewind and go, what can I do better? What can I look for? What can I focus on? What can I show up for now that can improve our connection that can bring us closer together? And this is one thing that will work every single time. When I feel friction in our marriage, nine times out of 10, it's just because, well, one, it's because our buckets aren't filled, right? I could do, I, maybe I should do a whole episode on this, but our love tank is not filled. However, we need to be loved and we feel love. It's feeling a little bit depleted. So naturally what happens is then you start to look for what they're not doing, right? You look for, oh, well, if they'd only do this, then I would feel more appreciated. I would feel more loved. But instead we can say, but what are they doing? That's good. What do I love them for? What do I appreciate about JD? Even if you're feeling like other areas are not being fulfilled or whatever, if you can come from a space of, but what do I love about him? I, oh, you guys, it's like magic. It is like, like I mentioned, it's like putting these goggles on where you honestly start to 
see more of those things. You start to appreciate. Sometimes I get after JD cause he works a lot. <laughs> Y'all he is one of the hardest working humans in the world. And that's great for our family. We'll always be taken care of. I never have to stress, but for a wife, that quality time is my main love language. I'm like, bro, I just want to hang out with you. I just want you to be here and like actually be here. Not sitting next to me, looking at cows on your phone. Like I want you to be here with our family. And that's something that we constantly have to like be communicating about. Cause it's really easy to just kind of slip into those habits, you know? So I can either think about the long work days and get irked and be like, Oh my gosh, here he goes again, working hard again. Oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. He just leaves me with the kids all day. And it's been a hard day and they're crazy and I'm stressed. And all I need is like a 10 minute break so I can think straight. I could come from that space or I could be like, holy crap. I am so grateful to have such a hardworking husband that takes care of us. That is passionate about his career. That is so good at what he does. That is so loyal to his clients and takes care of them. And because of that, he takes care of us. And I never have to worry ever. And if I come from that space, it completely shifts how I feel in that moment. And guess what also shifts when your thoughts and your feelings shift, your actions shift, right? Your thoughts generate your feelings, generate your actions, generate your results. So that is going to completely shift when he walks in the door after dark or after dinner, and I'm feeling super drained and exhausted instead of making snarky comments and being rude about him being late again, or how hard of a day it was or whatever, I will just naturally feel so like grateful that he's finally home, grateful that he's safe, grateful that we have a beautiful home and everything provided because we both work really hard and it just shifts how you feel. And then it shifts how you act, how I act towards him, which then shifts the results shifts our entire chemistry in our marriage. So it's just those little things. Don't, we can't wait for the other person to take action. We can't wait for the other person to appreciate us or to tell us what we're doing well, or, or to finally appreciate us for all of our hard work and everything that we're doing. We can take action right now in this moment and look for the things that we're grateful for in our spouse or our partner. And what we look for, we will see more of, and what we see more of, we will naturally the, the little things that were irking you before they don't really be, they're not, you notice they're not really that big of a deal and they don't really get under your skin. And you're just like, just, it just brings to light what actually is important and what you actually love about them. And then you can focus more on taking a quick TV type out to make sure that you guys know that I have some free goodies for you. So as a listener, I just want to show my appreciation and thank you so much for showing up weekly to hear from the guests that we have to take just all of these nuggets away and apply them into your life. I want to celebrate you. And in order to do that, I also want to make sure that you're getting value that is relevant to where you're at in your life. So in order to get the freebies, go to micafolsomfit.com slash DYC for do your crap 
micafolsomfit.com slash DYC. And you can put in your email there and get access to the goodies. You will get a 50% off promo code to any of my mini workshops. And you will also get a freebie depending on what you want, whether you're a mom that wants to experience more joy in life that needs help on her health journey, wants tips and nuggets and value and motivation, whether you're a business owner that's trying to work through some mindset stuff and feel confident in what you have and how you want to serve, or whether you're in the network marketing space and you really want to gain confidence around recruiting, around onboarding, around mentoring your team, I have a free goodie for you. So make sure you go to that link, grab it. And that will also get you access to my weekly emails where I send inspiration, motivation, nuggets, value, things that I'm learning, things that I'm teaching. And I just want to be that voice in your back pocket that on the weeks that are hard on the weeks that you're just not feeling it, maybe that email pops through and you go, okay, thanks, Micah. I got this. Thanks for the reminder. That is what my weekly emails are for, because we all need that positive voice that we should carry around with us everywhere. So Go get on the list, go grab your freebie and let's get back to the show. Those things that kind of goes right into motherhood. (laughs) This is like a daily constant. And it's so funny because Johnny is very, very particular with Brig. So Johnny and Knox, my two oldest kids are like besties. They're really close. They also love to gang up on my four-year-old. Well, he's five now. (laughs) They like to gang up on him because Brig is loud and he's, and he's kind of obnoxious and he's five. So he's in that stage where he wants to be a part. He wants to do everything they do, but he's kind of still that annoying little brother. And to me, I think Brig is freaking adorable. I think he is so funny. I think he is just doing life as a five-year-old and like, I'm coming from a headspace of, I know he's annoying you guys, but like, just love him. Like he'll grow out of this. It's just a phase. It's just a season, but she is like, no mom, like he can do no right with her. And I'm on the other side where I'm like, well, he can kind of do no wrong where I know he can. And I do get after him when he's like out of line, but for the most part, It's just a perfect depiction. We literally can see the same exact situation and we see it two different ways completely. And so I've tried and I will continue to try to help Johnny see and appreciate the things in Brig that she does appreciate so that she can see more of those things. Because this is a habit that we can start from the get-go, right? But that's such, in my brain, it's so obvious what's going on. It's so obvious that literally she sees things one way and I see things another way. So she's constantly like trying to tell me how to parent Brick. And I'm like, girl, you're ganging up on him. So I just got to love him and I got to back him up and I got to be on his team because you guys are always going after him. But it's really this simple thing where I appreciate his quirky personality. I appreciate his little funny things. Even if he's really loud and boisterous, I still think it's funny. And I know it's a season and I, and I have that, just that bigger perspective where she is like, no, everything he does is wrong is annoying. And he needs to like grow up right now. And so it's just interesting how it really is like, that's how we can see 
anything in our life. That's how we can see our children. That's how we can see our career. That's how we can see anything going on. We can see it through one of two lenses that everything is going wrong, that everything is hard, that everything is against us, or we can look for the things that we can find joy in. We can look for the things that we can appreciate right now. And that's going to shift everything and how you feel. So with our kids, especially, I mean, I know motherhood is hard. You guys, I know the days are long, but the years are short. I've heard that you've probably heard that. And that literally gives me goosebumps just to think how fast time goes. And I know the nights are long, but like appreciating every single stage, even the hard ones, finding the joy in every single stage, because there is so much joy and there's so much good, no matter how hard the phase or the season is, even if they're little bits of joy, they're little pockets in the midst of chaos and tantrums and hard days. There's little pockets of joy and good times and memories. And we can literally grab onto those and focus on those. And those will dictate how you feel about your days, how you show up as a mom, the, the energy that you're pouring into your kids. I think it's really easy. And we have to, I have to be careful of this. It's really easy to kind of be naggy with your kids when they're bugging you or when they're just being extra crazy someday. And we have to be mindful of the fact that our kids, they don't need our attention 100% of the day, but they do need and crave connection. They crave connection. So are you, are you giving them the connection that is showing them that you care, that you love them, that you are making time for them and that you just care about them as humans? Or is the only time they're getting any attention or connection when you're getting after them for doing naughty things or whatever? Because some days I'm like, gosh, I swear I was like getting after break all day long. And then when I look back, I'm like, I was really busy today. I was running around the house doing different stuff for the renovation. I had calls I had to get on. I had stuff. I didn't really have that much time to just truly look in his eyes and like have a conversation with him. And it's those days where I'm like, gosh, no wonder he was acting out. No wonder he was being crazy. Like he just wanted some attention and connection. And so it just really just being aware of what's going on around us and what energy we're putting out and what just where we're at with how we're feeling that allows us to be mindful of all the different moving parts, right? Because motherhood is like so many moving parts. And then we can give ourselves grace and learn and move on to the next day and show up a little bit better the next day. And we can continue. And that's, I mean, that's motherhood for the rest of our life. We just learn and show up the best we can the next day and figure it out as we go. But I think just looking for the things we love about our children, even in the hard stages, helps us see more of that in each kid. And every child is so different. And that's, what's really neat. One of the things that, um, I think is really powerful too, is as you're practicing this habit of having more gratitude, being more appreciative of the things around you right now in the present time, 
don't just feel it. Don't just think it, but actually express it. Because when you express your gratitude and express your appreciation, you are literally instantly shifting someone else's life and making an impact in a positive way every single time you do that. And it's just such a simple thing. If someone crosses through your brain and you're like, oh, I love how outgoing they are. I love how kind they are. Every single time I see them, I'm just like excited to talk with them around town or whatever. Tell them that I love running into you. You're always so upbeat and kind and you bring so much light. Like I just love, I just love your energy. Share that with them. Same with our kids. I think lots of times they, they probably don't hear enough how much we love and adore and appreciate them because they hear just like we hear the negative. They hear us yelling at them. They hear us getting after them to pick up this and pick up that and go do that and be nice to him. And they hear all the naggy parenty things. They probably don't internalize enough how much we truly love and appreciate them and why. One of the things that I've been doing with Johnny for a couple months And we actually, I packed it up when we were doing our bedroom, when we were renovating our master bedroom and she just pulled it out the other day because she found it and wrote in it. And I was like, so excited because I had totally forgotten about it, but we have this journal and I got it on Amazon and it's a mother daughter journal and it gives you prompts. So it'll have, it'll say like mother and it'll ask me a question or something that I'll paragraph, like I'll just write about. And then I pass it to her and I'll just like leave it on her bedstand or whatever. And then it says daughter and she basically responds or like answers the question or whatever. So it's just a back and forth thing that we silently do with each other. And I actually shared this in my stories. If you don't follow me on Instagram, um, then obviously you didn't see it. But last week I shared this in my stories because it was so just such a simple reminder. She had written it was a question that said something about what do you want to be like as a mom? That was the question or something like that. And her response was, I'm going to try and say this without getting emotional, but her response was something along the lines of, I want to be just like you. I want to be a beach body coach. I want to have a healthy, strong family. You are perfect. Um, I just don't ever change that. I want to be just like you. And of course I'm not perfect. We all know we have all the flaws, right? And lots of times that is what we replay in our minds. We replay the episodes that we yelled at our kid. We replay the opportunities we miss to teach them a little lesson. We replay the freakouts or the monster moments when you lose your shiz because you just can't handle one more thing. And then you go to bed at night and you're like beating yourself up over losing your crap. And then you forget all of the good things you, you did that day, right? That's the normal. We are so hard on ourselves. And it's funny because Johnny, like I mentioned, she's always getting after me for not being hard enough on Brig and not disciplining him enough. And that's why he acts out and blah, blah, blah. So to just hear that she, I mean, that she wants to be like me when she's a mom, she wants to be hardworking and loving. I'm like, so that's, 
that must be what she actually does see. She does see those things. And I think all of us just need that reminder that your kids, they see your good. They forget the crappy stuff. They forget quickly. They forgive quickly. And we hold on to all of that. And it was just such a sweet thing to read. And then to be like, oh my gosh, she actually does appreciate me. And she actually, I mean, if if she says she wants to be like me, she actually thinks I'm doing at least something right. You know? And it was just such a simple reminder just for all moms. I shared this in my stories. Like you are perfect. Of course she said, you're perfect. We all know that I'm not. And I'm, that wasn't like the validation I needed to hear, but it was such a simple reminder that we as mothers are perfect for our kids. We're far from perfect, but we are perfect for our kids, for what they need, for what they just need in life, what they need from us. We are it. So we need to stop beating ourselves over everything we're not because we're everything that they need. And it was just such a sweet thing. And it, and it came from her expressing that, right? That's where this came from. She didn't just think those things like normally, I guess she probably just thinks those things, but she actually expressed it in writing in that journal. And then she shared it with me and it was an instant, like, oh my gosh, that just made my entire day. Like, Oh, it just felt so good. And it was such a simple reminder of how oftentimes we think all the good things we think how appreciative we are of someone or something, but we don't express it to them. So taking it to that next level and shooting them a text or just sharing it with your spouse or making that a daily habit of just sharing one thing that you love about them. That's something so little that can really create such a strong bond between you and and building your relationships. The last thing that I want to focus on is, are your trials and your challenges. So it's really easy to get focused on the hard things to focus on. Woe is me kind of play the victim. Why is this happening to me? See everything bad in a situation. I mean, the pandemic is a perfect, perfect, uh, thing to think about. You can either shifting your perspective. I have to stay home. I'm stuck at home versus I get to stay home. I am safe at home. Same thing. We're still in our house, right? We're not anymore. We're things have lifted here, but same situation, right? You're still in your house, but you're either stuck in your house or you're safe in your house. That's perspective. So in every trial and every challenge that we're faced, it's there for a reason. It's there for us to learn through it, to grow through it and to come out of it stronger and more refined than we went into it. So if we look at the trials as what can I learn from this? Why am I going through this? Not why am I going through this, but why am I going through this? How can I learn and how can I then help others who are going through their own trials or who might experience the same thing? How can I walk ahead of them, conquer this, and then put my hand back and pull someone else through their own trial? And I think every opportunity that we're faced, we're able to do that. So just whenever you're faced something hard or a season of life that just really feels heavy, look 
for the good. Even if it's hard to find, it's out there. It's in front of you. So go look for the good and you'll find more of it. And then as you focus on it, you'll feel so much better. So I'm going to wrap this up, but just a couple of reminders. Appreciation is contagious. It's a daily habit that we all have complete control over that we can practice a morning gratitude list. We can practice looking for the good in others, and that will shift how we feel about them. We can practice expressing it to them. And then I want you to do three things. One, these are simple, just tangible things. One, look for the positive in every situation. I'm not saying don't be a realist and like see what's going on, but you can look for the positive always. Number two, I want you to focus on what is working, focus on what is working on your health journey, not just focus on all of the things that aren't working, focus on what is working, focus on what's working in your relationship, focus on what's working in your business, focus on, focus on what's working in your life. As you focus on those things, you'll see more of it. You'll feel better about it. And your actions will be driven from those feelings. And then the third practice that I want you to implement is the daily gratitude. And that's so simple wake up, make a list of three to five to 10 things that you're grateful for that day. And you will literally start to see things differently. Okay. If this resonated with you, make sure you share your favorite 15 seconds snippet, share it with your besties. And I will be here with you again next week. All right. See you later guys. Wrapping up another episode, and I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom Fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.